It's a cold winter's night, and all is quiet in the house. Nothing did stir, not even a mouse. But hark, what is that sound? Listen close, listen near. It's not another episode of Still Nil Nil, is it? For all to hear. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> Play the jingle. You're listening to Still Nil Nil with Tom and Will. It's Still Nil 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 Nil. It's Still Nil Nil with Tom and Will. With Tom and Will. Will 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 Will. It's Still Nil 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 Nil. It's Still Nil Nil with Tom and Will. With Tom and Will 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 Will. It's Still Nil 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 Nil. It's Still Nil Nil with Tom and Will. With Tom and Will 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 Will. It's Still Nil 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 Nil. It's Still Nil. Hello and welcome to the Still Nil Nil Christmas special. Oh, what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive, I know. Can't we, wait I wasn't for this sure one. if we were going to actually get round to this. There was a lot of talk of us doing a Christmas special, but... Just before we all rush off, here we are. Yeah, here we are. Um, so, how have you been, Will? Are you feeling Christmassy? Um... About as Christmassy as you can feel, really. Yeah, not 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 too bad. How about yeah. how about yourself? Yeah, not bad. Our Christmas uh, uh, meal in our in the house made me feel more Christmassy yeah. the other day. Yeah, that good, was a success. It? Yeah, yeah. Other than, the, other than the eggnog, I reckon it wasn't such a success. Yeah, it's basically just drinking cream, isn't it? We tried. We tried our best. Had I was really looking forward to it because I'd never had it before, but it wasn't it wasn't so tasty. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um. What have we got in store for the for the Christmas special today, Will? Um. Well, we've got the usual plethora. Of games and activities, but with a Christmas edge to a them. Christmas, Christmas um, twist, exactly. So, I'll be starting with a Christmassy uh, Tatman for anyone who's got that very, very last minute uh, present ideas. Yeah, and I I mean, we've said that for last, the last few episodes, but I assume that these tatty items are actually Christmas They are actually well. Christmas themed, oh, yeah. Perfect. You wouldn't want these at any other time of year. Um, then I've got a non-league story. Not Christmas themed, this one, but it is a personal favourite of mine. I really enjoyed this one, so... You know. uh, we'll be given that, and then I think you're going to take us on a, a little away day as oh, well, oh, and a Christmas themed away day, exactly. And then for the superstition uh, segment, we've I couldn't find any footballers who had Christmas traditions or superstitions, so I've changed it. It's not going to be to do with football at all. So if you don't like football, this you're going to be for you. It's basically just going to be Christmas traditions from around the world, and you're going to have to guess which one's correct, Perfect. which one's not. Basically, can't wait. Yeah, exactly. Before we get into that, um, there is a lot of football around the Christmas season. Uh, is that something you enjoy, Will, or do you find it do you find it overbearing? Uh, it might almost be too much. I quite it? enjoy it, to be honest. Um, obviously, I'm going to say that. But yeah, I enjoy it. I, although this year, I'm not sure. So I've just seen um, the tickets for Exeter's Boxing Day fixture have just gone on sale, and there's like a couple of hundred available. Oh, you, yeah, you, you can go? actually go Yeah, to non-season ticket holders. Are but you going to go? I'm, I don't know. I'm going to think about it. I... I I've just I've seen the highlights and it just looks a bit sad. Everyone stood miles away from each other, kind of with yeah. face masks on. And I noticed on Twitter the other day, someone was um, calling out people in the crowd, like zooming into crowd photos and calling out people for not wearing their face masks correctly. Really? It's not very Christmassy, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Don't um, surprise me. But I'll still I'll still listen to it. I think, and um, you know, I still enjoy following it. Put it that way. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, for me, Boxing Day games are always the highlight. I used to yeah. enjoy a Boxing Day game. There was something, um, oh, yeah, something yeah. nice about it. No, I completely agree. Under normal circumstances, yeah. Hmm. Have you got any famous Christmas Christmas games you've ever been to or or watched? 
we were talking about this earlier. I think I've mentioned Sheffield Wednesday 5-1 uh, was a mm. great one. And we've got them in the FA Cup, actually, in January, which is going to be really exciting. Looking forward to that. Um, that was a proper classic one, just because I think we were the only game to keep, um, or the only team in League Two to keep its game on. So um, we had to clear a load of snow off the pitch and stuff to get that going. That was good. Um, and then I went to, where was it? Forest? No, it wasn't Forest Green. It was Yeovil a few years ago with my family, uh, and we drew nil nil, and it was truly that awful. That was really awful. On Boxing Day. Yeah, on Boxing Day. Your whole family went. Yeah, That's quite it was. Nice. Well, you know, I thought it would be quite a nice day out, and it just turned out to be terrible. Terrible. Yeah, so boring. So. <laughs> Probably won't be dragging them along again. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I was trying to remember if I could remember any Christmas games. The best one I can remember, I don't even know if it was Christmas. I should have looked it up. I think it was around Christmas. We played Aston Villa uh, and it was really bad game. Nil-nil uh, until the last minute and Dwight Gale scored an absolute peach into the top peach. corner. Uh, so I remember that one, but if I'm honest, I don't even know if that was Christmas. It's more just, it's, <laughs> it it's, might have just been winter. It might, have, it might have just been cold. It was just cold and unpleasant. But anyway, when we when we do our away day feature, I'll let you in a little secret. Ooh. We're gonna be we're gonna be re reimagining the the Christmas kind of the Christmas period of games. Might even be a Boxing Day game. Filling that void. Exactly. Anyway, uh, should we get straight into uh, Tatman and, it, yeah. and help anyone out with you know the final final last minute presents? That Sounds like it. He's a tap man. Okay, so I have four of the finest, tattiest Christmas items from the club shops around the country to offer you today. I'm expecting them to be even tattier than normal. They are, Christmas tat is like a level above just normal tat, right? They're basically, every other item I think has had a use, even that Keith. Beef, beefy Roberts t-shirt you can yeah. wear it uh, most of these items don't really have a use they're basically cool. you're just acting as the middleman for a landfill site here um, and also there's senseless waste there is very little price di- price difference between them so um, you're going to be struggling with these that's I think. fine that's fine uh, so I'm going to start you off with with a Watford FC countdown to Xmas Santa Oh, I already hate it because I don't so, know Watford, but a countdown to Christmas Santa. It's basically a plastic Santa, and the Santa's holding a plastic sign with a number on it, and every day you just press a clicker at the bottom, and, and it, it flicks the number close to Christmas. Is the, is the Santa yellow? Uh, in, he's not, in, in but he's Watford's got Watford colours. branding all around his feet on the bottom of the stand. Brilliant, yeah. Um, to that be honest, I was hoping it'd be wearing a Watford nasty. shirt. It's pretty nasty. Um, and I'll let you into a little clue on this one. Mm-hmm. There has been a price reduction. Oh. Maybe because we're already at Christmas, so you can only click the clicker a few times, basically. That's true, yeah. Surely you're only going to buy that Yeah. With, with 30 days left or something. Otherwise, yeah. you've lost out on so many days of clicking fun. Yeah, so that's, that's definitely something to consider there. Okay. <laughs> All that clicking What's fun next? you've lost out on. Uh, the next one is a Chelsea Football Club uh, branded hot water bottle. Uh, Do you know what? I've got to say that that sounds more, much more. Oh useful. yeah, it has a use for sure, but it's got its own little Chelsea overshirt thing. It's on got it. a shirt on it. Uh, well, you know, like little woolen yeah. thing. Um, and let's bear in mind that we've had Chelsea items on this before, and mm. they do tend to be rather pricey. Yeah, but I don't okay. know. That might be that might just be me misleading you. You're trying to throw me off. The but scent. it's that that yeah that kind of a Chelsea snob value almost. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the next one is a eight. West Ham United candy canes. Oh, I feel like we've had West Ham before as well, haven't we? Yeah. We had their Lilo before. Oh, uh, yeah, we did, didn't we? Uh, candy canes. Yeah. Okay. So this is two packs of four two packs I'm offering four. you here. 
Um, and I tried to look at the photo. I'm pretty sure they're edible, but they might just be plastic have candy. Have you eaten candy cane before? I don't think so. No. I don't even know. They are edible, aren't they? Yeah, like I mean, yeah, no, sugar. I'm sure they are. But these ones might just be like Christmas tree hangings. I'm not sure. Right. Okay. But um, they look pretty unpleasant if they are edible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, eight of those. And the final one, arguably the largest piece of tat we have, uh, it's a West Bromwich Albion desktop Christmas tree. So this is about 12 inches high and it just sits on your work desk and it looks pretty terrible. It's just white kind of plasticky material. Right. In what way is it West Bromwich Albion? Uh, it's got a couple Bromwich of small, Albion very small ball balls, like the size right. of ping pong balls or smaller with yeah. West Brom's logo on them. Mm. Um, and it probably costs about 10p to produce, I'm going to guess. But, but, um, how, much to but how much to how sell? sell? How much are they I'm willing to take off you for it? So yeah, yeah I want these items. the most expensive to the cheapest. Okay, cool. Um, interesting that you've chosen three W starting teams. So if there's something in that. <laughs> <laughs> Conspiracies. Also, three teams that I quite dislike. West Ham, Watford and West Brom. Don't have much against Chelsea, but I don't like the other three. Um, so automatically, I'm hoping that theirs it's is... It's going to be blinded by rage. Nasty, nasty, nastiest. Um, right, I'm going to say that I think the Christmas tree is probably more expensive than you think. Um, I reckon the candy canes are cheapest, even though there's two. I reckon the what was the Watford one? That Santa. Yeah, yeah, the countdown to Christmas Santa. Right, I'm gonna go hot water bottle. No, mm. hot water bottle, Christmas tree. No, no, I take it all back. Hot water bottle, countdown to Christmas Santa, Christmas tree, candy canes. Boom. Final answer. He's actually he's gone and done it. I've got them he's all right. Got, he's done I've got it. All of them right. On the oh, last one of the year, he's a nailed Christmas it. Christmas miracle. A Christmas miracle has been held. Oh my days. But yeah, the uh, oh, the, chopping it up. the Watford the Watford countdown to Christmas Santa was uh, twenty quid. Twenty pounds. But, but it was uh, reduced down to ten oh, when they ran up to Christmas. They slashed the price. Absolutely slashed price. Can't get them out the door. I mean, fast if you want that now, listeners, I reckon you could get it for a fiver. Yeah, maybe if you just bartered it. Or yeah, may- maybe it. maybe just wait until Boxing Day and s- just go through the bins, yeah. maybe. And then you can get it, you can use it next year. Yeah, use it next year. That's, yeah, that's it's smart. Reusable. That is. It's reusable. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we had the most expensive, which was the Chelsea hot water bottle at twelve pounds. Twelve pounds. Then the Watford uh, Christmas Santa at ten pounds. Then the West Bromwich Albion desktop tree at nine ninety nine, which isn't worth a penny. Nine ninety nine always makes something sound cheap and nasty, it does, doesn't yeah. it? It's like nine ninety nine. Yeah. That's, we'll just... that's the sign of. Of tat. Yeah, if there's, the 99p. You'd that's never buy like a Lamborghini, would you, for £100,000 and 99p. No. Uh, and then so. eight West Ham United candy canes for £8. Pounds. £8. Pounds. So there a you go. A pound cane. of candy cane. Candy cane. Yeah. Too much. Well, thank you, Will, for that Christmas feed. No problem. Tat man. Hope you're all enlightened. He's a tap man. Cool, so uh, next up, I believe it's our non-Christmas related non-league story. It is. Can you embellish it with some Christmas kind of um, sparkle Um, in in any way? Well, I don't know the time of year this happened. It might have been Christmas. Uh, It was Christmas. It was Christmas. It was Christmas. It was a cold December night in Plymouth. Lovely. Um, and this is back, well, actually, I'm just going to put a little disclaimer here. This is not a non-league story, and it didn't happen this week. And it's they not Christmas. They never do, Will, but so I wouldn't bother with I read it. The, I read it a week or so ago, and I 
Oh, just, it just amused me. It tickled me. So is I it thought I'd go with it anyway. Because obviously they're Exeter's rivals. No, to be honest, not not even that. Just It's just a quite a funny story. All right, you're building that so, up. Um, that'd be good. It's, it's a short one, but I think you'll appreciate That's it. It's fine. 1993, I believe it was, mm-hmm. when Peter Shilton, uh, the England record uh, making caps, whatever it is, goalkeeper. Yeah, I think you got um, the, I jumbled all those there. words a bit wrong. But yeah, you know, the legend that he is, uh, yeah. he had a very brief stint managing Plymouth Argyle uh, back in the 90s. Yeah, the only that. team he managed. Um, and this is when Plymouth were in Division 2. So uh, it's around the Christmas period. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, but we'll go with it. Um, and they're struggling in the relegation zone. Uh, and they're losing a game. And Peter Shilton comes into the dressing room at half time. Yeah. And the team are fairly despondent. Mm-hmm. So he proceeds to, proceeds to give them a really rousing team talk because, yeah. you know, that's what he's paid the big bucks for. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the team talk, he reaches his crescendo and he tells the team that he wants them to rise like a pheasant from the flames. <laughs> um, and there's an awkward silence yeah. uh, and the whole team goes a bit quiet. And then one of them, who's a bit braver, speaks up and says... Uh, Peter, don't you mean a phoenix from the flames? <laughs> and he goes, oh, whatever. I just knew it began with an F. <laughs> <laughs> Quite appreciate that one. And that's a legitimate one as well. I got no. that from a legitimate news source. Oh, are so, you saying um, that the other ones haven't been legitimate? No, but, you know, they're always dug out from some weird mm. back corner of so the internet. So not only did he get the, the word wrong, he also got the uh, Didn't the even letter. know how to spell it. Yeah. Um, but he didn't last long, I don't think, after that as a manager. No, I think that's, that's the beginning of, beginning of the end. You know? yeah. He's lost the dressing room. Lost the dressing room. Game's gone. Yeah. yeah. That reminds me, have you ever seen, um, think of, speaking of rousing speeches, have you ever seen a video of Ryan Giggs giving a speech for, oh, I for Wales? Yeah. God, it's awful, isn't it? Yeah. Like a, it's like a charisma vacuum in there. Send you off to sleep at yeah, night. I don't, I don't know how anyone could be motivated, <laughs> motivated by that team talk. As you said, send you to sleep. Non-league story of the week. It's the non-league story of the week. I don't think the chord is right, but anyway. I, I like the chord. <laughs> Right, so um, before we move on to the next segment, um, I thought maybe we could call back to the very, very, very old episode of Still Nil Nil, uh, who you probably, if you're listening now, haven't listened to or forgotten about, but we went completely off piece from football and we had a, a raging debate about what the most important element of a, uh, a full English breakfast I remember is. it well. Yeah, and I remember you were a big proponent of baked beans. Yeah. Uh, I think I was sausage at the time. Um, and I didn't understand baked beans at all. I've got to say I've come around to it. I understand it's a glue. It's the a glue, glue that holds yeah. it together. So I thought, why not? Why not have this, the same debate again, but for uh, the good old-fashioned Christmas dinner? <sighs> Putting you on the spot. This all comes down to what's traditional, doesn't it? And what isn't. Exactly. Um, what is traditional? You know, roast potatoes, gravy, sprouts. I've seen people claiming carrot. mash belongs in there, though. I did not think. I've never known mash to be in a roast dinner or a Christmas no. dinner until uni where our flatmate Alicia who uh, some listeners might, might remember from a from a gossip filled episode quite a long time ago when she featured on our show she made mash and to be honest it was bloody good it, it is bloody good, good mash no. but I agree it doesn't belong on the Christmas it's bottom dinner. of the list isn't it yeah it's not on the Christmas it's very dinner. much an added it, bonus the thing is if you can have two types of potatoes you know if you can only have one you're always going to have roast potatoes over mash of course yeah. it's dinner. in the name so it's got to be it's got to be roast potatoes what what else? What else do you not? Thing not is, think? so on the face of it, I would say mashed po- no, sorry, roast potatoes are the most important. But oh, I going think along your beans argument, I was going to say gravy. When you say gravy, yeah, if you have a Christmas meal without gravy, it's just dry. It's isn't so it? dry. Yeah. What if you have got that dry turkey? I mean, not that you would eat it necessarily. Vegetarian. Mm. Um, but dry anything, you know, everything's a bit dry. Isn't yeah. It? 
Yes. Even potatoes are a bit dry. I would agree. I think, yeah, I think gravy. Although, but then again, you couldn't just eat gravy alone, could you? Well, Whereas I could no, eat, I could eat, it. I could eat roast potatoes alone. Yeah, that's true. So on the face, I, I think roast potatoes are the most important, but gravy is the is the glue of the meal. It's the glue, yeah. Uh, basically, if I had a if I had a roast if I had a meal of only one part of a Christmas dinner, I'd want it to be the roast potatoes. Mm. The thing is, I reckon if you had if you had a if you if you were served some meat and some vegetables, you know. And some gravy or sauce. Mm. You know, you're not you're not gonna think oh, Christmas dinner or roast dinner. No, you're not. But as soon as soon as you add roast roast potatoes to that mix, you're yeah. like, oh, well, it's a roast. You'd dinner, never eat it? them in another situation, would you really? Mm. I think you should though. I think I think roast potatoes should be more ubiquitous. It's like oh, so good. They have them as in pubs, don't they? Sometimes. Yeah, bar, bar snacks. snacks, don't they? Yeah. Would that be a substantial meal? It's probably more than a scotch egg, isn't it? Well, depends how many. Depends how big a potato. Get on the phone to I Boris. He hasn't yeah. thought about this he one. He hasn't thought he? about this one, yeah. Anyway, that was a complete sidetrack. Might not even make it into the final cut. If it does, well, there you go. It's been a slow it. week. <laughs> Where are they now? Where are they now? Nice. So, Will, uh, do you remember Kevin Kyle? former Sunderland Rangers and Kilmarnock player. Oh, yeah. He's now a storeman on a ship that houses oil workers. It's not very Christmassy, is it? No, it's not. Where are they now? Where are they now? Nice. Uh, next up, I'm excited about this one, Will. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy with this. We have our Christmas-themed away day. Oh, can't wait. So for anyone that hasn't been listening, where have you been? But away day is where we recreate the magic of an away day because obviously we can't do that at the moment. And the way we do that is by each of us giving the other person some clues about where they're going to be headed for that particular away day. And at the end, they have to guess where that is. And the closer they get, the uh, the better, basically. And at the moment, we're, uh, we've done quite well recently. I got Swindon last week. You got Rotherham the week before. Mm. Um, I didn't get the first one you did because it was too hard, frankly. Bar- where was it? Was uh, it Barrow in Finesse. Yeah, that was, was it. it. Barrow, yeah. Sitting on a coach of a train. I'm going to see my team play away. Boy, I doubt it's only up time. It really makes me wonder why Just sitting on a coach of a train Wasting time <laughs> Not good, is it? For this Christmas theme one, as I said, I'm taking you to a Boxing Day fixture, one of the highlights of the Christmas and football calendar. And because it's Boxing Day, you know, remember... You're going to have to experience the delights of the club coach ah, because you know no trains. The, the trains aren't going to be running. So you're going to be getting on the club coach. So you set off from Exeter. I'm going to I'm going to have you setting off okay. from Exeter for this one at eight o'clock in the morning for a drive that should take about three hours and twenty minutes. Okay. Because I usually find that club coaches are either way way too early or they get there late. Well, they get there late, yeah. Um, but normally way too early. So like they, they they err on the side of caution. So eight o'clock for a three hour and twenty minute drive. 
Here we go, straight up the M5 and then onto the M42 for the last portion of the journey. I don't know my roads that well. No, I didn't think you did, but some people listening will. Yeah. That'll probably that'll probably get them straight into the vicinity. Okay, this is a lot harder already because if we were going by train, I'd already, have, already have a bit of an idea which direction well, we're going in. We'll see, we'll see. Listen out, there's some subtle clues in this okay. one, so listen, okay. listen out. Um, as you get on the coach, you realise that there's no two seats free. It's your oh, worst no. nightmare. It's your oh, worst no. nightmare. So you walk down the coach as people... You know, shut their bag. You've got to pick, it. pick your weirdo. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They look at you accusingly. You yeah. know, you, you feel you feel bad for sitting next to anyone. But eventually, you find a kindly old gentleman Perfect. to sit next to, who seems to be working his way through the entire contents of yesterday's Christmas dinner. So he's got his cold turkey. Uh, okay, I cold... thought you meant he had like the backdoor trucks. But... <laughs> <laughs> the backdoor trucks. I've never heard keeping it PC. No, I mean he's you know he's okay. Yeah, he's having he's having the uh, Christmas mm. sandwich. Because once again, whenever I've been on a club coach with Crystal Palace, it does take, tend to be the same guy. But there is always at least one person who just eats the entire way there. Yeah. They've just they something just particularly keep smelly stuff out. It's like Pandora's box. Yeah, or normally something smelly as well. So he's got cold turkey, cold, cold roast potatoes, even a cup of bovril to dip okay. in to recreate that. Are there clues mixed in here somewhere? Not yet. There okay. will be in a minute. <laughs> I'm just kind of trying to set the scene okay, for Okay, just you setting well. the scene. Um, towards the end of his feast, he pulls out a Tupperware box of mince pies. He's even got a small bowl of brandy butter. God, you really are setting the scene. So and at this point, you're, you're salivating. The smells, you're yeah. salivating. And you're looking across enviously towards him. And he takes pity on you and offers you a mince pie. And as you tuck in to that said mince pie, the gentleman tells you excitedly that the town slash city you're visiting today is actually the site of the creation of the largest mince pie ever. He tells you that it was baked in 1932 <laughs> and weighed over a ton and measured 20 feet across. He sounds like a real weirdo, this guy. I think I'd be moving seats quite fast. Well, the thing is, now that you've had your uh, Yeah, you're locked in, aren't you? You can't go. In. You feel obliged to make conversation with the bloke. Three hours of it, though. So, you ask your new friend what he got for Christmas. And he tells you that he was bought tickets for a guided tour of the National Brewery Centre. Which, as luck would have it, is in the very town slash city you're headed to. And as further luck would have it, his son, who was supposed to join him today, has got the backdoor trot. <laughs> and he's got a spare ticket. And oh, it's got to be him. used today on Boxing Day. So, upon arrival at the ground... You and your new friend, if you have awkward small talk with each other, um, toddle your way off to the National Brewery Centre, where you find out that the place you're now in, the area, is known as the capital of brewing. And at one time in history, the area produced one in four pints of beer. I think that's produced in the UK. I'm not sure that's worldwide. worldwide. You also learn that the reason for this is the quality of water in the area, which has a very high mineral content, content perfect for brewing pale ale. Oh, so there's some, there's some clues here. Some clues here. I'm going to be well off with this. This is hard. I'm, there's another clue I could give in accordance with this, but I'm going to save it for the end in case you in case you haven't got it. So after a short visit, you realise it's time to head to the stadium with your new pal. Um, it's cold. It's miserable. It's a dispiriting one nil loss. Excellent. Love it. So you trudge back onto the club coach and to lift spirits, the driver decides it's time for a Christmas film. Okay. But the only Christmas film you've got to play over the uh, coach's entertainment system is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. So he plays this back-to-back -back for the entirety <laughs> of the journey. 
And then you arrive. a lot like uh, that guy's superstition, doesn't it? He was watching Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It does Factory. sound very yeah. similar. Um, and you arrive home stuffed full of more mince pies. Okay. So. Is that Nightmare Before Christmas? Is that a clue as well? Mm, it might be. Could be. Oh, this is really It hard. could be a clue. In fact, uh, it is a clue. That is, is a clue. You're going to have to think outside of a box Nightmare. for why it's a clue. Is it, it's a Tim Burton film, isn't it? Uh-huh. Is it? Yeah. I don't know where he's from. Mm. Um, okay, so what I've got so far, mainly I'm basing this off the journey from Exeter. You said it was three and a half hours drive-ish? Three hours, 20 minutes. Three yeah. hours, 20 minutes. So that's going to leave you south of London somewhere, because I think it's about four hours into London from Exeter. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of south of London. Then uh, my other main clue that I'm using here is the quality of the drinking water. Yeah. Well, Which, as, as you know, your job, you know, with yeah. etc., you should know, you should know well, where, uh, where the good quality drinking water is. I put is, that right? into like the kind of Chilterns area south of London. Chilterns, where? Uh, like below Maidenhead. Right. Because um, there's a very there's a very good quality chalk catchment there. <laughs> Sometime, some somewhere, basically what I'm saying, somewhere between Maidenhead and Southampton. Right. Okay. Um. Oh, you know where's there? That where? could be. It could be Crawley. Could be. You know. Do you? Do you but I don't. But that I don't know if Crawley has a history of mince pies, and I don't know if Crawley has ever done any brewing. Yeah. And do, I do, do still you associate brewing with Crawley. No, not really. But I don't know where else I would around between Exeter. Basically, mm. I've got about a twenty mile radius south of London, I reckon. And I don't know what other teams are based there. I, I think it's time. I think okay. it's time you take your guess. Yeah, I'm gonna say Crawley. It's all I've got. Use your drum roll, please, Will. Ah, oh, he's <clears> no, <throat> he's messed it up. No, it's not Crawley. So I'm gonna give you another chance. Okay. Because there's another clue I can give you, which might help it. Okay. First, and then I'm gonna say something else that will leave you kicking yourself. Okay. The first clue is that we t- spoke about Bruin and it being the capital of, of Bruin um, in the UK. That also leads itself into this team's nickname. The Brewers. Burton. Indeed. Ah. You said his name as well. Tim, Tim Burton. Burton. That was the clue. Ah, Nightmare Before Christmas. Geez. Tim Burton. I was pretty proud of that one. So ah. you, you even said it. I thought when you said that, you'd have it. I don't really even know where Burton is in the UK. To it's honest. in the Midlands. So in the Midlands. Off. I was way off. Because... I don't know why. Because oh, I was cutting across to London. Across, you could have gone up. Could have just gone straight up. Which is why I'm sure for pe- people listening right now, you'll know where the M5 goes. So if they yeah. knew where the M5 goes, yeah. that would have helped. I mean, I don't. I don't. I, I don't, don't really don't, know. Can't even drive. Don't know where it goes. But, but yeah. Oh, that way was, off. That was very good. I reckon. I reckon there's some people at home that definitely would have got that. Yeah. Um, I really thought when you said Burton, you would have got it. I just didn't. Didn't even occur to me. Yeah, and I almost. I to be fair, I was going to give the clue of you know, that nickname, the Brewers or whatever. But that I would have given it. it, too given it. I should have got it, though. I should have got it. Mm. Excellent. Very well done. Yeah, thank you. So that was our Christmas away day. Sitting on a coach of a train I'm gonna see my team play away Four-nil down, it's only our time It really makes me wonder why Sitting on a coach of a train Wasting time <laughs> Not good, is it? <laughs> right, so 
there's not long left now. Not long it's, left. Uh, it's been a short Christmas special. Well, actually, an average length Christmas special. Half an hour's about right, isn't it? <laughs> After looking at our stats. Just about of, cooked. Of retention. Um, let's do superstitious. Yeah, let's do it. Very superstitious. Free match rituals. Every place got one. His size is big and small. When you believe in things that you don't understand, you've got a free match ritual. So, as I said at the beginning, uh, I was unable to find any Christmas-related kind of superstitions. So I've gone mm. off piste, um, and it's it's superstition in name, but not necessarily by nature. It's, it's not nothing tradition. to do with football. It's nothing okay. to do with football. It's just to do with Christmas, because this is a Christmas special. In case you haven't got that by all. now. All right, Christmas special. Um, so what I'm going to do is going to give you three um, Christmas traditions from around the world. So they're all from different countries. And as, as we normally do, you, there's two true, one lie. You're going to have to pick which one is the lie, okay? Sounds good. So the first one, I'm going to take you to Venezuela and the capital city, Caracas. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, now, in the week leading up to Christmas in Venezuela, there is a daily church service called Misa de Aguinaldo. Okay. My, uh, my uh, four weeks of Spanish lessons really paying off for, for that pronunciation. <laughs> And in the capital city of Caracas, it's tradition to travel to the church on roller skates. So the practice is so common that many roads are actually uh, kind of cordoned off and you've got hundreds of people roller skating their way to the church. church. Every day for the week before Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I can believe that. The second one, in Norway, it's traditional to carve Christmas nativity scenes from nothing but turnips. So this this happens kind of in the month leading up to Christmas or you know, 25 days leading up to Christmas. So uh, there's even like kind of like award ceremonies for the most detailed and extravagant turnip sculptures. And this is just normal day-to-day people. There's no yeah, no, no professional turnip carvers. Not as far as I'm aware. Okay, um, well, there's th- probably there people like, that are very good at like it. There is like in little towns, they have their own competitions. So okay. Someone might class themselves, but I don't know if there's much money in it though. All right. Um, and then on Christmas Day, they use these turnips to create a traditional soup called lutefisk. Okay, I can believe that as well. I feel like you wouldn't really be making up these strange kind of Norwegian words. Mm, well, we'll see though. We'll who see. Who knows? The last one we've got in Catalonia, they have a tradition known as Catistio. Once again, no, that's oh, you've done me here, yeah. Yeah, I think I've already, I'm sorry, I've probably butchered that pronunciation. Um, and that means defecting log in, uh, in defecting English. Defecting log? Defecting log. Okay. So what they do is locals in Catalonia create a character out of a log. They draw it a face and give it a hat. They then spend two weeks in the lead up to Christmas kind of feeding it like nuts, sweets, fruit, etc. And then on Christmas Eve, they beat the living daylights out of it um, and sing a song that roughly translates to, if you don't crap, I'll beat you with the stick. Until the log excretes or poos out all of its kind of festive treats. Is this a wooden log? No, uh, I think they've made it out of like... Out of like- kind of tissue paper stuff. Oh, okay, I guess it's okay. a bit like a piñata, piñata okay. I imagine. Um, I mean, it sounds like fun to me. If I'd don't... rather do that than have an advent calendar. Personally. I would, yeah. That sounds more fun. You get to beat something up and sing a song about crap. Um, 
So yeah, those are those are the three Christmas traditions that I'm asking you to choose. So we've got the roller skating crackers yeah. and crackers. Um, the Christmas log, which gets beaten up and shits out its sweets, basically. Yeah. And what was the other one? The, the ch- t- Norway turnips. Norway turnips. Norway t- Norwegian turnips. Um, where they carve turnips. They Is carve it? turnips into nativity into scenes. Into nativity scenes. Uh, and then use that turnip to make a traditional soup called lutefisk. I'm just. Tr- I, I can imagine feeding like a kind of piñata and getting the sweets out at mm. the end. Like that's it. very Christmassy. The roller, the roller skating is something that I can kind of imagine happening as well. Well, that'd have to be quite a new tradition, wouldn't it? Since like, I don't know when roller skates were invented. I mean, suppose I've probably been around quite a while now. I have no idea. But the turnips, I just, I can't imagine that taking off. If you tried to do that here, you know, everyone would try and do. It's a turnip is a small thing, ish. Yeah. And you would try and do a nativity scene, and it just wouldn't really come out well, would it? It. And I don't think Depends people how would. Skills. Well, exactly. Turnips, you are will. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to underestimate the Norwegians, but I'm just going to guess that most people wouldn't be that good, and they wouldn't be that keen to do that. I'm going to say the turnips is the superstition. Give me another drum roll. It's bang on this time. Yes. he's got it. He's got it. I made another that Christmas one up. miracle. Another Christmas miracle. Yeah, you've got it. Yeah. So um, I think that one. I found it hard to come up with a fake one. So that one was rooted in some truth. Was it? Uh, it was. Re- there's a Mexican tradition of carving scenes out of radishes. So oh, I, just, okay. I just changed. I changed the place uh, and made up the turnip suits it's bit. Basically end. true though. It is a tradition, just not in that place. I couldn't think of one. You know, my, yeah. my mind. You know, it wasn't. You should have just changed it from Mexico to like Spain and kept the radish the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then I think that's. Kind yeah, of, that would have been. That, that would have really been just like what's harsh. the point? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, some some good tr- Christmas traditions. It makes me um makes me wish we had some more interesting ones in the UK. Yeah. What do we have? Advent is that Advent candles and getting <laughs> drunk. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically it, yeah. isn't it? Christmas crackers. Maybe the football is the biggest tradition we have. To be fair, I was you know I was reading about it. it God, we've come be... full circle here. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Um, it is a Christmas tradition. I think it's quite a peculiarly British one as well. Yeah. Because they have to, obviously like in most other countries, big leagues, they have. The Christmas break. Yeah. Uh, whereas in the UK, it's like no, you can't have that. You can't yeah, pick yeah, up yeah. a couple of They even used to play on Christmas Day. Yeah. As well. And obviously, players um, now have to like watch what they eat and drink on the day before. And yeah, well, I imagine for a football player, it's Christmas is a bit sad. They can't. Eat, yeah, they can't really take part in any of the festivities. Christmas dinner. So I think can... about them this Christmas. Mm, exactly. The poor old footballers getting paid millions and millions of pounds who can't eat all that turkey. They can't even eat. A single roast potato. They might have a full bank balance, but they certainly don't have a full stomach over Christmas. <laughs> well, on that note, then, uh, I think it leaves us just to say Happy Christmas from to all our listeners. From the whole Still Nil Nil team. From the whole Still Nil <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we've got, um, we've got, you know, tons of people here. Sound guys. Doing the sound for us. Yeah. Works, uh... Makeup, hair, makeup, all that. <laughs> exactly. So from the whole Still Nil Nil team. Happy Christmas, and probably we should say Happy New Year because yeah. I imagine we're not unless we record one on New Year's Eve and we both get back. From That's Christmas. not happening. It's not going to happen. It's not happening, is it? So we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll see you in the new year. Yeah, let's hope it's a better one with um, more football. Yeah, and you know what? Just just to just to finish, if you really are struggling for gifts, why not give the gift of still nil nil this Christmas? <laughs> it's free. It's free. <laughs> Just share the link with your friends and they're going to thank you forever, aren't they, Will? Frankly. The gift that keeps giving. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Still Nil Nil with Tom and Will. Aguero!
It's Stone, oh no, no, no. It's Stone, oh no, it's Tom and Will. With Tom and Will, 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 Will. It's Stone, oh no, no, no. It's Stone, oh no, it's Tom and Will. With Tom and Will, 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 Will. It's Stone, oh no, no, no. It's Stone, oh no, it's Tom and Will. With Tom and Will, 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 Will. It's Stone, oh no, no, no. It's Stone, oh no, it's Tom and Will. With Tom and Will, 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 Will.